members now. And despite, uh, you know, community groups and, and individuals trying to approach them to have a more sound scientific-based policy, they refused. And so they were sued. In the state of California, uh, just won an injunction against the Department of Food and Agriculture uh, to stop indiscriminately spraying pesticides um, without the consent of the communities and without uh, scientific justification. So this is a huge, huge, huge environmental health victory here in California, standing up to the uh, horrendous um, and gross practices of uh, pesticides being sprayed without consent and getting into our um, environment and into our water. Uh, so a really, really big victory. I'm happy to announce uh, you are listening to women's magazine. Stay tuned for the common thread collective. And remember just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like changing the fucking world, uh, you know, inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. And stay tuned. Rock me, ocean. Rock me, ocean. Warm me, sun. Warm me, sun. Swing low, swallow. Swing low, swallow. When day is done. When day is done. Rock me, ocean. Rock me, ocean. Bless me. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. You are listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco. I'm Global Val, and I'm here with Diamond Dave. What's up, Dave? Yo, I just want to Shabbat Shalom to people. This is uh, Shabbat Shalom, the weekend okay. lies ahead. And I hope we have some, some very interesting things uh, going on that we'll let people know. So, uh, welcome. 
Shabbat Shalom. There you are. Brothers and sisters. Yeah, the other there one. I am. There you are. And hopefully there we are. <laughs> here we are. And we got a few people here to uh, already. We do. Others be coming in. And of course, Val, it's also true that today is uh, the beginning of uh, comedy, uh, the comedy festival. Am I right? That's right. It's going through the weekend through Monday. It started last night. It's five days, five shows a day. And they're going to be starting here tonight. At six o'clock, and so uh, well, no, I'm no. The the festival starts at six. We're going to be ending our show here at five o'clock today. So if you're out there thinking about coming in and you're listening, come on down here and get your butt down here, so we can uh, make sure that there's room for you to do what you came to do here at Twenty First and Florida, as we are every Friday. But uh, yeah, so we'll be wrapping up at five o'clock today. A a scant two hours of content here uh, for the (laughs) the common thread out of our normal 120 minutes but well, i know we can fill that up with interesting stuff i know we and of can. course you can be part of it too just by uh, as she said getting your butt up and button down here to the corner of 21st of florida and as one of your mcs a man who has a job of saying that uh, seeing to it that nobody goes away mad nobody goes away sad everybody goes away glad able to do what they came to do come on through people yeah, and so far, we, I see we've got our friends 16th Street, Birds on a Wire. Birds they have wire. a new drummer, and they had an, a new guitar, so they're excited, and they're going to be telling us also about, um, they're going to be part of a, I think, like a rap video coming up soon, even though they're not rappers, they've been invited to be part of a, of a video, so they're excited, um, so we're going to hear more about the journeys that they have planned, and also our friend Rob, the man with no last name, has come back, so with some of his writings and musings and fables and such. Um, and a brother named Marco. And Marco. Yeah, Marco. From the... Uh, by, Hippie the, Hill. The two of them met, met each other when he was walking up the street. He says, I know you from the uh, Bizarre Cafe, which has an open mic uh, now, I guess, which is, which is cool. we'll talk about it, but it sounds like it's a really an excellent open mic. And they were both there, and now they're both here. So go figure. Here we are. And I met him at Hippie Hill last weekend because I went out there to say what's up to Caitlin and her friends. And he was there and we invited him down to the show and here he is. So the uh, the connections are happening in the Cité. In fact, uh, I uh, I've, um, I happened to uh, call Lyft because my back was really hurting and so on. I don't have to explain or apologize. But I can see on my phone the Lyft. Well, here's your Lyft driver. You'll be there in four minutes. That's Oscar. And I look and I look at the picture, and there he is. I look at Oscar. It turns out he's an illustrator. He had some of the most amazing tattoos of his own design. He's an illustrator, and he's uh, he's volunteered to do any kind of illustration we might need for the Common Thread Collective. He's going to start by doing one with my uh, uh, my uh, last uh, three lines. You repeat after me. Learn to love. Love to learn. learn. This never ends. And so uh, Oscar, uh, he was so excited to get here and look around, and he's got a radio. He's got a radio antenna tattooed tattooed to his thigh, or is that the thigh? The lower leg. But anyway, and so he's totally interested in radio. He does some radio with people up there in uh, in Cabo, that's Portland. So he's definitely excited by, he was definitely excited about our conversation. So everything is connected, folks, if you're just open to it. Just, and here's the show about to begin. We'll, do, we'll begin with the four lines. Because what do we do? 
We cast a wide net. We find the common thread. We let the life flourish. And then we say, what? Don't panic. Just, just keep, keep it, it organic. Keeping it organic. And that's my philosophy of life. And it works for me. I get in a lift and begin my conversation. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you, I brought him in. And, and then we find the common thread. It takes me two minutes. It's, uh, I'm so used to it. So used to finding the common thread in an organic and natural way. In, a, for, in an organic and natural way, it can be done. Uh, you have a real knack for that, Dave. I was not surprised in the least that you brought your, your uh, Lyft driver in to, uh, into the station. Um, and speaking of, well, a couple things. We should also really give a big thank you to our sponsors, our underwriters of the show, Organic Valley Family of Farms and Dr. Bronner's, and also our 501c3 sponsor, Media Alliance, that uh, support the Common Thread Collective, um, and also support Mutiny Radio. And it's been a great f few months since we, uh, well, actually, Organic Valley was our sponsor all last year. But in this past uh, three months or so, we've been able to do a lot of good work here on the Common Thread Collective. We've had, um, this is our, uh, since December, when uh, Dr. Bronner's and um, Organic Valley uh you know, re re uh, committed to to support our show. We've done this will be our thirteenth show since then. Um, that's one hundred and twenty hours a show, uh, twenty minutes a show. That's a lot of content. We've been able to interview people from the you know it's election season, so we've had Cavo, which is the California voting officials. We've had people from the Democratic Socialist Committee. We've had people with um, Art Persico in here from the. Um, uh, the what is the other group? The um, uh, you know what I'm talking about, though, Dave. The, oh, the Progressive Democrats. Thank you, the Progressive Democrats. We've had candidates for governor uh, for the Green Party. We had candidate for U.S. Senate Senate from the Green Party. Um, we had Amy Weiss, who's running for mayor here in San Francisco. Uh, next week, we're probably going to have Angela Alioto stick around after Women's Magazine oh, to join sorry. us for conversation. So election season is 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 up and running and of course we've been able to support our local community of musicians and poets and writers uh, so that they can spread their word far and wide streaming around the planet on the internet on mutinyradio.fm so a real big uh, hug of gratitude to our uh, sponsors and I just noticed I maybe you can smell me smell that, but I took a you can't smell whatever you want to say I took a, a shower today uh, before I came down and there, the soap up there, I looked at the top of the shower, was none other than Dr. Bonner's. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing I use around the house. Well, let's, let's do this uh, next week, I was thinking. There's a doc, a doc, one of the things of Dr. Bonner's, one of their high points is that they have all of this interesting writing that he inherited from his dad. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so let's bring a bottle of Dr. Bonner's in, and, and I'd like to read. Maybe we could take turns and read some of that. It's really interesting stuff. It has to do with uh, his view of uh, the Gnostic kind of Christianity, a Christianity that has nothing to do with the sons of God, Jesus, no son of God, but a fellow human being who taught us to love one another. That's what it says on the side of Dr. Bonner. So I think we can yeah, do all in much. all is one in the all in one soap, right? That's it. So and if you read that, read between the lines and talk about it. Can we do less, Val? Can we do less, Val? Then bring our bottle of Dr. Bomber Bonner's in and read to our uh, 
our audience out there what it says on the on the bottle of Dr. Bonner's because it's kind of small, and I've tried for use Dr. Bonner's for years with with never reading the whole thing, just reading, getting an idea what it's about. But that's it, you know. Right on. We can do that. So, Dr. Bonner. Hey, we're going to bring your bottle in. And we're going to read it and, and, and any interpretations of what it's about and where he's coming from theologically. With, uh, you're welcome. And another big announcement. Dave, I don't know if you knew this yet, but the Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine, by the way, are, uh, is now available on iTunes. So people can just, people with iTunes can go on there. They can subscribe to the show so that they always get it. You can up, so it always comes into your, um, your iTunes account and you can listen to it. It's totally free. Um, one of the DJs here at the station um, took it upon himself to kind of go through the roles and make sure that all of our shows are going to be available on iTunes. Oh my Just so you know, of course, it's Common Thread it's Collective is the name of our show. Um, but right now, because there's so many comedy shows at the station, uh, right now, um, the way that it was added, so it's actually under the... Co- the category of comedy. Um, we do have a lot of fun here, although this is not a comedy show, but we're working to get that changed so that we're going to be found under the eclectic section. Um, but we'll, we'll see how, how that uh, shakes down. But just so you know, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and it's totally free and you can listen to all of our past shows and, uh, and the one happening right now. That's eccentric. Eccentric and eclectic. And, uh, Got any other ease? Uh, exciting. exciting. Experimental. Experimental. Extemporaneous. Extemporaneous for sure. It means it's spontaneous. Anyway. Anyway. Isn't Caitlin working on getting, getting us on another one? Well, yeah, she was actually. Uh, so, the way of the universe, um, Caitlin uh, offered to get us on an iTunes, and then oh, I right. gave her all the information that. Uh, we have here at the station about that. Send it off to her. And then that night, I got a notice on Facebook saying that Women's Magazine was had been put on iTunes. And then um, just, I believe, today that uh, Common Thread Collective wow. went live on it. So thank you, David Stolowitz. I don't... I don't know if we've met in person, but we will. And you're going to get a big hug from me or a high five if you're not into that kind of thing. Um, well, Dave, what do you say we uh, play Ubi? That would be a good idea. Just think about that. And then we'll we'll get all of our crew together and see who's going to play what when. Okay, I think I'll bring the the, the uh, then I'll bring this. Uh, okay, I'll, let me go go out and do that. Right on, Diamond Dave, Mover Shaker, Magic Maker. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm. Come down and join us, 21st in Florida, Mission District. Oh. 
That's right, Ooby Dooby. Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry. It's the Common Thread Collective. Of course, everything's going to be all right. We're like the most positive radio show uh, that you could probably have, and we're a very kind audience. So if you want to come down and be a part of the show, please do. Our doors, hearts, minds, and microphones are open to you on Fridays from 3 until 6. We usually wrap up around quarter to 6. Today we're ending at 5 o'clock because of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So please come down and, and enjoy some of the great shows that Pam Benjamin has put together over the next four days. Um, and it's a great fundraiser for our station and you'll have a good time. Check out the whole lineup there, uh, mutinyradio.fm or the Facebook uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. It's our third annual. So, uh, but here on the Common Thread Collective, we are an open mic and we invite people to be a part of our show. And right now we've got our friend Rob, who has been showing up, man of mystery, no last name, but uh, has a lot to offer with his his creative writing. So uh, welcome back, Rob. Thank you, Val. Thanks for being here again. Oh, my pleasure. What offerings have you brought well, I today? Got a couple of choices. Uh, we've got a, a fairy tale, uh, a new a version of Sleeping Beauty, or uh, an essay on racism. Wow, that's a. I, I appreciate your range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to please. Um, I mean, we we've got time. We could do we could do both, or we could do one now and one later. Depends on how much time you have and how uh, much you feel like talking. Beautiful. Then let's do uh, let's do a little something serious. Oh, All right, we go. This is called "Racism Is Colorblind." My friend wants to kill me. Why? Because I'm white. Now this isn't some acquaintance come lately, mind you. Though. Penny and I have known each other for decades, and for most of that time, we have shared profound intimacies. Nor is she the homicidal type. She is a poet, a journalist, spiritual nurturer. I have never heard her raise her voice in anger. We are, we're differently pigmented, and we talk about race issues often. We even wrote a play together about an interracial love affair in which the lead characters were loosely based on us. She has certified me as an honorary black person, which I treasure more than any college degree. Before I go any further, let me say that I am almost certainly misrepresenting her. I don't remember exactly what her words were. As she was speaking them, I sort of let them flow off my back. Words can be so clumsy, especially when trying to enunciate conflicting, contradictory feelings. I was trying to hear only the spirit of her words. I didn't treat them as a big deal because they weren't. I wasn't surprised at all which may have surprised her. Did she say that she could imagine killing me or had imagined? Probably the former, but I wouldn't think less of her if it had been the latter. Of course she can imagine killing me. She's black. I'm white. End of story. If you'd like to believe that Maya Angelou or Martin Luther King never imagined some form of bloody Caucasiacide, then you have spent a lifetime avoiding the realities of this world that we share, or rather this world that we refuse to share. Now that 
Last comment was not spoken as a white person. I stopped identifying with my skin, gender, or nationality a long time ago. And forgive my stating the obvious, but these are confusing times. Or perhaps confused is the better word. We are all such a horrible mess of fearful, selfish, violent, superstitious social conditioning. Most of us don't even have the, the first clue as to how broken we really are. You think things are bad? Child, things passed bad thousands of years ago. They, they aren't bad, they are apocalyptically barbaric. So, I'm not here to sell hope, but if you find hope in what I'm about to say, that's fantastic. Racism isn't natural. If humanity survives another century, that will be patently obvious to everyone. How did American racism come about? Not easily, and not accidentally. Nor was it a creation of white people. It was a creation of rich people. Let's take a walk back in time. In the early years of American slavery, there were slave revolts. Most of us have at least a little awareness of that. But it's a shame that we don't have a time machine to go back and see these revolts. The visuals would be more unexpected and moving than words alone could ever be. Let slave revolt images flow through your mind. You're picturing a mass of black people moving across the land, waving torches, uh, pitchforks perhaps. Now freeze the image. Erase every fifth black person and replace them with a white person wearing, waving, and shouting the same things. Now let the image play again. Well, that's better, isn't it? I mean, still horrible, but better. So who were these white people? Indentured servants, slaves in all but name, penniless white Europeans who paid for their tickets to the New World with a contract signing away their lives. The only difference between an indentured servant and a slave was the awareness that seven years later, give or take, they would be free. Otherwise, the housing, the food, the degradations, the beatings, the rapings were generally on par with the black slaves of the time. Now, when rich people saw what was happening in these slave revolts, they resorted to one of the most ancient strategies, divide and conquer, in order to shatter the natural sympathies between poor whites and slaves, they began a campaign of dehumanization. Using the social media of the time, they called blacks beasts and subhumans, so that the now artificially elevated poor white people would be less and less inclined toward the racial sister and brotherhood that had been natural to them. Your white slaves are unhappy? Keep telling them that they should be glad they're not a nigger, and eventually they'll believe it. Racism isn't about color, unless you count the color green. Now, fast forward back to modern times. If you're still not convinced, let's let science pitch in its two cents. Sociologists have concluded that racism is not natural. 
Now, it's possible that some sort of us-against-them tribalism is part of our nature, but even if so, it's quite colorblind. Studies of large groups show this, the best example being the sports stadium. In a sea of humanity, if you wear the colors of a certain tribe, or team, you will be accepted by others of that tribe eagerly and unfailingly. People will not see skin differences. Of course, my friend Penny may still kill me, but that's only to be expected. I've thought about keeping a photo in my wallet of her and I hugging so that my life might one day be spared when a black death squad has me at gunpoint. But then I realized that the sight of a white man hugging a black woman might make a black man kill me even quicker. And then I thought about keeping a photo of me and my new friend Mac. But the death squad might just conclude that I'm gay and kill me for that. <laughs> and you wonder why I avoid money? With my skin and my gender, I've already got two of the biggest death squad targets in the world. If I were a rich white man, I might have to kill myself just on general principle. My goodness. That's so tight. It's uh, to so tight. Uh, well, I've got a few questions to ask you. Do you, uh, do you write and rewrite and rewrite and so tighten it up so there's no extra unnecessary words? Absolutely. I can feel it. I, yeah, I mean, I usually spend two to four weeks on a piece uh, and but I'll, I'll go back you know a year later if I look at it again and see something that that I missed yeah tighten it up and a couple things else that occurred to me uh, you mentioned uh, poor whites and, uh, and, and, and runaway slaves and of course Indians uh, as well the, the Native American Indians in North Carolina uh, got together and they went back and they started their, their own communities in the, out way back in the bogs where the slave catchers couldn't find them. Yeah. Where the slave catchers dared, didn't dare to come up there and started communities that went on that outlasted slavery. Were there during the time of slavery, these communities of free people, uh, uh, black, white, and native, uh, coming together. Yes. And you know what they call the children? Ooh, I, I forget. Tani. Ah, tiny, that, that yes. tiny color, that light color. Tiny, tiny. So I, I know my kids. Mm. My kids always, uh, my kids are mixed. Uh, uh, the mother is Afro American. Yes, I got the picture. And it, my kids are mixed. I'm seven, but I had uh, these are oh, get a biracial. No, there's many races involved, but I do like the word tiny. Yes, it has a nice sound to it, doesn't it? It does. So I'd love to see you do something around that and around these communities. They're called, they were in Jamaica too, which the reggae music come out of that. That this was up in the cockpit country, which is when they got out of the kings, they got out of that, just that circle of, uh, of plantations and, and plantations and towns in Jamaica. And they, they, they leave and go up and start communities. What are those communities called, you know? Uh, they, they, communities? They, no, they're up. Uh, and they're throughout Central America too. These are the kind, of, of course, all the way up to the American South. These are communities that people got together to be free. Val, do you know? It's right here at the tip of my tongue. But anyway, those communities, that would be a good chapter two yeah. of, your, of your work. Uh, well, chapter two has some of the alternatives that they discovered 
uh, for their tiny children. That's nothing new. Their tiny children dancing together, living together, learning together, way out out there in the in the bog, beyond the beyond, hopefully and pretty much beyond the purview of the slave catchers. You know the other uh, historical fact from that era that it's it's one of my favorites that a lot of people don't know, and this is the the only time that I ever tried to insert a piece of new information into Wikipedia. They say you know Wikipedia is supposed to be you know everyone's supposed to be able to edit it, and I tried one time and it got booted off. And what was but that? The piece of information that I tried to add was during the Revolutionary War there were freed slaves who fought with the British. It's true. And and I tried to add that little piece to Wikipedia, and within a week it disappeared. I was so disappointed. <laughs> oh, by the way, the, these communities, it just occurred, it was there in my brain. It took me a while to, you know, when you, well, you start thinking about something else, and it were, what these communities were called was maroons, which I guess is a color too. Mm. These maroon communities. You Google, Google maroon, yeah. if, you, uh, if you will. Uh, Maroon. I, I remember. And when speaking of Wikipedia, speaking of uh, Google, see what Google comes up with for Maroon. Go ahead. I remember yeah. reading about uh, an amazing town uh, in Ohio, uh, and it was it was a, a trade town, and it its population was a combination of Native Indian, Black, Irish, and two or three others, uh, and and French, and a couple more, and they had this amazing culture. They celebrated Mardi Gras. But it was sort of a Mardi Gras combination Spanish, and it was it was just it was just a fat you know so many things you know have been homogenized in modern American culture, but yeah they just there there are so many pockets of our history that most that people don't know about. And that's what comes under the umbrella maroon. Did you find maroon? I well I I've I've heard of that as well. Um, you know I wanted to recommend. A, some reading, actually an author and specifically a book. The author, um, his name is Patrick Lee Furmore and he's a, a travel writer essentially. Um, but he wrote a book called the traveler's tree. Um, he was a British, um, he's, he was British. He died a few years ago and he, um, when he was about 18, he walked across Europe and wrote a book about it, but never published it until many, many years later. Um, he, meanwhile, he was dra- you know, pulled into world war two and he was uh, stationed in Greece and, um, uh, kind of integrated in, uh, with the Greek um, people and language. And so he was kind of the secret, secret uh, um, British soldier. And they ended up arresting one of the Gestapo officers or, and like kidnapping him. So they had this like a crazy like war history. But after the war, he went back to writing and to traveling. And he went to the Caribbean after World War II. And his, the breadth and the depth of his uh, historical references are, are really, really amazing. And he had a lot of, so the traveler's tree by Patrick Lee Furmore is, uh, he, in his travels after world war two in the Caribbean, I'm really diving into, um, some of that, uh, the history of colonialism and the ramifications of that and the, the, you know, the bastardization of the languages and like the mixing of the cultures and, and kind of a lot of lost history lost even to the people who, 
were living there. Yeah. Um, so Pat, Patrick Lee Furmore is a fun, is a, a really great writer. Um, one of those people you might need to have a dictionary nearby or you just enjoy some of the long words he throws out there and fun names to say. And, um, but it's his, it's his travel stories, but it's a, a really, uh, he, he always gets into the history of it quite a bit. The maroon. And another in the whole chapter about the maroons where they, they go visit the maroons in the, in the, uh, Deep in the jungles. That's where they are, deep in the jungle, yeah. where they got out, where they could live free, and they did. There's another book that's, in fact, it's, uh, there's a number of uh, of uh, reading uh, circles that are, that are under the umbrella of the of the, um, the Democratic Socialists USA San Francisco. And the book I'm mentioning, which is being read, is called Black Jacobins. It's about the slave revolt, the first successful slave revolt in Haiti. And how they took on the, how they how they did this, and how they took on the um, uh, some of the parents of the French Revolution, liberty, equality, fraternity, and this is their story. To Sandra, and the name of the book, and I recommend it highly. It's called Black Jacobins, Jacobins, and it's by you can probably find that. Uh, it's by yeah. Tell me who wrote it. I'm having another senior moment. I'm up to walk out and get this guitar player who's going to be on next, and they'll come. C.L.R. James. That's his name. He was an amazing human being. He was deported to, he was a socialist. He was a lifting socialist. He had been, but increasingly uh, uncomfortable with a member of the Socialist Workers' Party. That's where the official Trotskyist Party. But he said, this is not. And he wrote a book called uh, Facing Reality. It's another one of his books, which is uh, taste of this whole idea that of Lenin, of that we need this vanguard party, that's going to take us to the promised land. This is Lenin, a, a vanguard party of what he called professional revolutionaries. But most people are not into it. Most people are not. They need a party to lead them. And that was to be Lenin's party, the Bolsheviks. And uh, Lenin's party, the Bolsheviks, to lead them to the promised land. And you know, you know what, he, what Lenin called people like us? Of course you don't, but that's a question. Maybe you do. What did Lenin call people like us? When he wrote about the party and so on, people Bourgeois. could be people could be uh, allies, and uh, he said, as far as he's concerned, we're uh, we're a bunch of idiots. Uh, useful, that's the word. Useful idiots. Useful idiots. It could be useful to bring about this revolution he wanted, but it could be dispensed with at any time because they didn't get it that we need this hardcore group of professional revolutionaries led by a Lenin-like character. Well, not me, brother. Yeah. You got the wrong guy. We have a revolution. So we got another one you're going to read, and I'm going to go out and get our... Uh, we'll we go got out a, on, a, on a funny note here. Funny's good. All right, here we get, go. It's get mentioned a comedy, comedy night. You did mention it. Oh yeah. Opening. This is a good opening for the comedy festival that's starting right after this show. Soon after this show. We have a fairy tale here. This is a brand new version of a classic fairy tale. This is the story of Sleeping Sexy. Once upon a time, a baby boy was born. An evil heterosexual wizard whom the mother had spurned, put a curse upon the child so that he would one day stub his toe on a sea grape root and die. The mother summoned seven magic lesbians, imploring them to lift the curse, but the best they could do was promise that the child would not die, but fall into a coma, to be awakened only by a kiss 
from an anti-disestablishmentarian vegan albino. So the mother moved with her child far from the tropics, and as the boy grew, she kept a picture of a sea-grape tree by his bed, warning him that if he ever saw one, to walk away very slowly. The boy grew up surrounded by love, which is hardly surprising given that his mother knew magic lesbians. And as she grew, she grew forgetful of the curse as the years went by, for as it happened, one of her old college roommates was an anti-disestablishmentarian vegan albino. Well, when young Aloysius was 17, he went on a school trip to a nature conservatory that kept plants from all over the world. He was playing with some friends off the path, not watching where he was running. And what do you think happened? He only had enough time to shout, Ouch! before he dropped to the ground like a sack of sassafras. His mother immediately called up her albino friend, glad that the curse would finally be behind them. But, as it turned out, her friend had recently read an article about the natural human diet, and as a result had started eating bugs. Well, she offered to stop eating them for a while, but the mother was pretty sure that any curse worth its weight would see through so shabby a trick. So Aloysius's mother began searching far and wide for another anti-disestablishmentarian vegan albino. She came close. She met uh, vegan albinos, uh, anti-disestablishmentarian albinos, anti-disestablishmentarian vegans, uh, even one particularly promising anti-disestablishmentarian vegetarian albino, who was happy to pucker up and give it a go. But it didn't work. And after three years, the mother returned home, realizing it was time to live her own life. After that, one day each year, she put up 500 Craigslist ads worldwide in the Vegan Discussion Forum. She did this until the day she died, 73 years later. The sleeping Aloysius never aged, and the last few years of her life they moved to a woodsy cabin. One day, while exploring a deep cave, her heart stopped, and she peacefully expired. She had outlived all her friends and family, so Aloysius slumbered away unaware that he was now alone in the world. One day, a hiker named Moonbeam happened upon the cabin. She was cold and lost, so she went in and helped herself to some food. Noticing dust everywhere, Moonbeam surmised that the cabin was unoccupied. She was therefore surprised when she discovered the sleeping Aloysius, and downright startled when she could neither wake him nor perceive any breathing though his body temperature wasn't even 98.6. She finally spotted his MedAlert bracelet, which read, Anti-Disestablishmentarian Vegan Albino Kiss to Revive. She shook her head in wonder and fell asleep beside him. When she awoke the following morning, she discovered that even though he had no breath, he had a pulse and some lovely morning wood. Now, being only human, she played with it. One thing led to another, and uh, she climbed on. She moved against him slowly at first, not knowing whether he would ejaculate, but before long she was riding vigorously as no amount of exertion made him come. Oh After breakfast, she found a will the mother had written, offering the cabin to anyone who would continue the search for Aloysius's cure. Moonbeam had been thinking of settling down and moved right in. 
when the time came for her first yearly mass Craigslist posting, her finger paused over the enter key. She had been enjoying her time with Aloysius so immensely, he was far and away the best lover she had ever had. He never tried to tell her what to do. He never got possessive or jealous if she flirted with someone else. He never called her friends boring. He never cared if she had garlic breath. He never hogged the remote. He would absolutely never rape her nor any other woman. She began to reason that since he wouldn't age and had no one waiting for him, it would make absolutely no difference to him how long he stayed asleep. She figured he wouldn't mind if she enjoyed the best sex of her life for another month or two. Well, two years later, she figured she might as well just uh, let things ride until she was too old to care about sex anymore. She promised herself that she would then devote her life to finding that elusive albino. And she kept her promise. But not before falling in love with another lost hiker named Talibut who also decided to live in the cabin. She and Moonbeam and Aloysius had some of the most wonderful, wild, two-woman, one-man menages a trois... No, no. Uh, menages a trois. Menages a trois. Menages a trois. The world had ever seen. A few years later, Talibut came back from vacation pregnant. And when the newborn babe turned out to be albino, they figured that in 10 or 20 years... Aloysius would likely be back among the living. And indeed, he was. And while waking deprived him of the chance to live ever after, he and the rest of his new family in that woodsy cabin lived very, very, very happily. The end. Wowzy. <laughs> you got an amazing time and I'm turning these out. <laughs> you just turn them out and I wanted to say, I, can, I want to imagine how the creative process works for you. Mm. I can't really, but it does work for you. It's, it's and, good to uh, have free time. I, it, I live a very simple life, so I, I give myself lots of time for creativity. Well, do you have a room somewhere? Do you live in a room with That's people? Good. In a house? I do. I, I share a, a little apartment your... in Haight-Ashbury. Oh, Three of tell us me that. Uh, share a beautiful, and it's rent-controlled. That's why I can afford to live in San Fran. You know, right, I, there in Masonic, yeah. right there in the center, what used to be things. Yep. Why don't you come up sometime? Let's exchange numbers. I'll come up soon, and we meet at the... Uh, Cafe for the People or something. and uh, Or Hippie Hill. Or Hippie Hill for sure on a Sunday. Beautiful. Right it's on. a beautiful Sunday. I'll be there. Our sister, uh, this is a good time to throw a little, uh, uh, little, our sister, I'm talking Caitlin. about Caitlin. She goes up every Sunday. Have you noticed her? She has a tent and she put us in the book. Have you met her? I for have the, met her. Of the People's Library. Yep. And she plans to be there every Sunday. Yeah. And so by all means, come by, read some of your stuff. It's kind of the outside version of the show in some ways. I'll bring my ukulele. I yeah, do my ukulele practice on Hippie Hill. Nice. Well, Rob, thanks so much for re for coming in today and reading your, your pieces, your piece. Um, delight. Speaking of Hippie Hill, um, our next live performer I met on Hippie Hill last weekend. But I'm going to play a little music uh, first so we can get him set up with the proper microphones. Uh, so here's a little music from uh, Mary Isis. There's no place like Ohm. Oh, well, Mary Isis. Oh, Mary Isis, where is she these days? You know... Wow. Maybe Northern California. Poet, actor, we do all these things. 
And or I maybe in too. Hawaii. Yes. Okay, why don't you give Alan one too? I should do that. If I can get this to work, that'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Things are a little slow here today, but we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to uh, Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio. Right on. Uh, it's a good time to be a part of community, share what needs to be said, uh, do what we do. And uh, yeah, I'm actually going to, uh, I'm having a little trouble with the um, Mary Isis music, but I do have a CD ready to go from our friend Garage Lost Coast. Glancing back 
All the life beyond the track Whispering pines Humming like a choir Rails clapping rhythm time Not asking why Things are fitting together one to another, fitting together, and that's what we like to see. Mm-hmm. And who is this brother? I understand uh, you, you met him on Hippie Hill. I did, but he also uh, met, met Rob at Bizarre Cafe. So all of us connected. We just heard a, 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 an announcement from uh, Bloodflower, who just uh, came through the door, about a cafe that'd like to have us uh, uh, put together a, um, a kind of a brunch kind of situation, if I understand that. Right. Yeah, that's the Little Spot Cafe, and uh, that's going to be for MAP in April, for Sunday, Saturday in April. So we'll be there, we'll help make it happen, we'll uh, invite people in, we'll invite, let's invite, just off the top of my head, let's invite our brother Jorge Molina to come do an opening blessing, perhaps. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, well, there's a lot of it would be nice. And this brother doesn't even know about it. I don't know him. I know. But well, he'd certainly be, a, it looks like he'd be, he'd be up for playing. He's, he's 
notion of talent of a human being, and his purpose of life, life is to, one of his purposes of life is to get it out there to the world and let people be illuminated, entertained, and entertained by what it's about. Is that what it so it seems? So, so is seems. he ready to? Uh, Let's see. So I know we're uh, we're yeah, here on the Common Thread Collective here, Mutiny Radio FM, at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets, and we've got a, a, a new uh, a new face at Mutiny Radio. I don't think um, you can hear us. Let's see. I don't know. Can can you hear us out there, everybody? Is I don't know if they can. Is it a? Is can you guys hear us out there? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Awesome. So, welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Um, what's what's your name? Hello. Hello. Am I gonna be able to hear myself? Can you hear it when you talk? Okay. Hello. 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 Oh, hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Marco. So I have a band called Rose. So you can find us at rosesf.bandcamp.com. You can find me on Instagram at Don Marco Rose. All so I'm going to play a few songs for you guys today from my first record and just let me know when you're ready to go and this first song is called 8 Miles Gone we're good we're good to go we're ready to go take it away dude Michael this is Michael Sleeping alone is getting lonely. Come back to me. Eight miles gone, can't explain how I'm feeling, but I'm not coming down till I can hold you, till I can kiss you. Cloud. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. Right on, so Marco. Take these damn rings off. <laughs> that had a that had a real like classic rock San Francisco kind of sound. Hell yeah! Well, you know what? That the name of the of a bird song is called Eight Miles High. So that's like my homage to that band because I'm like I fucking love that song. I love that band. I want to write a song about tripping out. So I made one up and I called it Eight Miles Gone. And further on. <laughs> so this next song is called Silver Bells. This one is unreleased right now, but I'm trying to get it recorded soon. Um, yeah, I just got a band together. We have a couple people. It's called rosesf.bandcamp.com is my thing. So hopefully we'll be hearing this one online sometime soon. The song is called Silver Bells. into her place her eyes like velvet lace got peeled away she told me take a seat let your hands and feet drift away two hands and metal rings are resting on my shoulders now I'm in She put her metal rings on me and started going down just because And my eyelids give And our lips start to twist And she wrapped herself in silver bells and she said Come on, let it out It was like yesterday Her electric lights When they danced my way She told me Keep it sweet Then she's on her feet Then she goes away I know she loves her dude But guess she needs loving too Yes she does I'm sure she loves me too But just for the afternoon Then she's done And our eyelids give And our lips start to twist And she wraps herself in silver bells And she says, come on, let it out
Yeah. Yeah, Marco. Right so this on. next song is called Cemetery Blues. Oh. Uh, tell, us, tell us a bit about yourself. How would you get from there? Where is there for you? There to here. What would you like to tell us? Give us a little context. They say context is everything. The context is who you are, where you came from, and how you decided to make your life's play and work together, uh, playing music and uh, writing songs. I'm a Viking. Now, I got here from uh, Phoenix. I've been here about a month from Phoenix, Arizona. I just kind of drove out here on a whim because I'm like, you know what? I love the music scene historically from San Francisco. It seemed pretty cool just to come up. And I mean, shit's been happening since I got up. I've been meeting a lot of people that are trying to collaborate and work on different kind of stuff. So I just came out here, um, yeah, just to make music. I mean, that's the main reason and what I'm doing so I'm pretty happy about it happy that I have been writing a lot of new songs from the city which I'm about to play after this one a song that I wrote about getting dosed at Dolores Park which is a pretty cool one all of that is part and parcel of what it is to come to San Francisco you'll hear in the song what what the the events the events that ensued after that but yeah this song is an older one's called Cemetery Blues. I remember you saying earlier, like, oh, I was trying to do something kind of bluesy, something kind of Dylan-ish. I'm really into Donovan, so I like the folk thing, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it rocking with this one. This one's called Cemetery Blues. And here he is. Here. Jet boy stole my baby But I love her still I think I'm going crazy Or do I just keep it real I never thought it was going anywhere anyway Get so high, you can't see my eyes Cause I've been crying I'll be alright, but I think I'm sick again Jet boy stole my baby But I love her still I think I'm going crazy Or do I just keep it real I never thought it was going anywhere anyway I get so high You can't see my eyes Like I've been crying I'll be alright, but I think I'm sick again And when I die alone on my tombstone You can say he was a fool in love 
Good yeah, thought. Marco. Right on. So, Marco, uh, you mentioned the word, uh, which got my ear, the word collaboration. Oh, yeah. And you're definitely, you're definitely welcome to come back either alone or with others to continue. We're on every Friday from 3 to 6. You're welcome to be part and parcel of what we do. We're about to have this brother Jack who's going to bring some poetry. He's been coming every week for quite some time. And I see my other brother Bloodflower here who's been coming every week for quite some time. So I want you to do one more song and I want to say to you, you're welcome, welcome in and return. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Right, well, we'll make it right on. And you are listening to the Common Thread Collective on MutinyRadio.fm. We're streaming around the planet live. And also, this will be a podcast available on our website and also available on iTunes. Yeah, I look forward to, to being here. I mean, next week, next week and today. It's hopefully, you see everybody again. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Well, I'm going to play a song for the now for y'all. The song is called Just So You Know.
Thank you. Thank you. Marco. Thanks for having me, you guys. Thanks, Marco. And once again, you're in the band called Rose SF. Yeah, the band's called Rose. You can just find it online at rosesf.bandcamp.com or just add me on Instagram at Don Marco Rose. All one word, lowercase, because that's kind of where I just share all my shit anyways. Right on. Well, you have now successfully shared it on Mutiny Radio. Bring it on the planet. Yeah, happy to have you here. Uh, appreciate you coming to share your talents and hope uh, you'll come on back and, and do it again. This is a con- Common Thread Collective. Collective, another Friday now. Yeah, good stuff, man. I'm always excited when, when musicians show up and they're like, I just came to play music and... It's so cool. Um, those are some good songs and some good sounds. Appreciate it. And um, and we're going to have Jack Melander actually on that silver microphone there. Um, the silver. Here's a book of his. Work, book. Working I well. Seen, I haven't seen that before. So this is a book that came out with your name on it. These are some real poetry. Is that right? Yeah, it's called Medical Files, P-H-I-A-L-S. It can be uh, obtained from Amazon. And that's what you did in the course of your life we had to do with Medical Files, too, isn't that right? Yeah, it's the only book I ever had printed, so it's, yeah. Well, bring it down. Let's hear some of it. And Amazon, it'd be nice to leave some, maybe at Adobe Books or something, in case people come in, because we do support our local bookstores. Okay. Amazon has gotten so enormous, oh my goodness, it scares me. What, how Amazon has risen to become the wealthiest, most billionaire conscious business in the world, I think. Amazon. They bought Whole Foods, too. Bought Whole Foods, and then they just bought a, uh, a, a startup company that, that specializes in doorbells. So they figure out how you can get yourself delivered, get their stuff delivered with a doorbell. They get something to do with doorbells. I'm, oh, I'm not geez. sure. Doorbells. Plus, uh, they they want to open a. Uh, they put it out there. We want to open a second Amazon. It's gotten so big, another huge big warehouse where a lot of people are scurrying around at minimum wage, working on Amazon. Oh, don't get me started on that. And they put it out to the cities. Now they got ten cities that are vying to get Amazon there. What wow. kind of special tax uh, write-offs can they get? What are these seven cities willing to do to uh, get Amazon in their city? Wow. I know Boston is high on the list, and they're offering this and they're offering that. And so right. let's not talk about Amazon. Let's talk about your poetry, brother. You can get it at Amazon, but hopefully it would be really nice to be able to have a few copies at one of our local bookstores, for instance, Adobe. Sure. And they would have it there, and we could say, here's Jack. And his book can be found at Adobe right here in the neighborhood. How's that, Jack? Well, I've, I've, I've had this book. It just hasn't really sold like hotcakes. So. Well, but you got to come. But Amazon and... and, and uh, Starbucks and they're just too large and there used to be antitrust laws that keep people from getting that big and they've put all kinds of mom and pop stores out of business and it's really a shame because there's where's the leadership you know where's the regulation it's, it's just these, these big companies go humongous and then of course they can undersell everybody else so they put everybody else out of business you know, and you have some copies of these. Must have a, you have a box of copies of these? No, I just, this is my last one. Is that the only copy you have? Uh, well, I, I, I put them in book, bookstores all around San Francisco, okay. and they, they didn't sell. There was no, yeah, I couldn't advertise them. But this, this well, stuff I got. You right now. If you have some in Adobe, <laughs> if, you pick, if you find a book and it's called Medical Files, with P-H-I-L-E-S, that P-H-I-L-E-S. is Jack. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? P-H-I-A-L-S. It's like a test tube. It's, it's, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. medical vials. Files. P H I A L S. P 
P-H-I-A. It's a word. P-H-I-A. Yeah, well, please show, show me the cover of your book, please. Ah. Yeah, well, nice thank you. Well, anyway, let's hear some of it. Yeah. Well, this is, this is um, some pretty scandalous stuff, so I hope I don't really offend anybody. And it's okay. This is it's called poem in which telling details of the poet's biography have been inveigled from him by the subtle arts of his intended lesbian novelist. Preface: um, I seek in this to proffer some response to that droll tale wherein you deigned reveal a treatment by a gay therapist who wants to cure some fellow dying gay, him heal of too obsessive mourning over lover dead, which with man man love affair the doomed bereaved. One Jack, dispelling doubts that swarm his head, till he of fear of joy's deaths quite relieved. Him show that though desire's partner's gone from lust perverted or so-called off course, delight that's weird or only strange goes on, keeps gayness like philandering, and torse, and torse means forward and up. Uh, one, beyond some childish games of doctor, all males falling for or offering me gay sex, I left bemocked or spurned, yet I recall that really my love life some flaws reflects from tour at bitter Arctic Air Force Base through tropic voids of merchant-daft marine, I've visions fled of beauty's fickle face in onanistic fantasies obscene. Then later, as a ghetto student worker, I'd go standoffish after one-night stands. Except for flings with hookers, I was shirker of love's commitment. Health clubs filled my plans. Their sprightly spandex visions are a budge from bigotry, however eventual. Let them no ill of all my yearnings judge, nor me of human joys consensual. And yet I feel no ecstasy consoles like doing it with lissom lithe sylph-perry, however much the memory cajoles of times confusing sexually vary. First there was Sarge, forced me to drop my pants right in the orderly room, yelled they weren't clean, and even worse, because he had the chance, he made me call myself, to all who'd seen, a dirty, filthy pig. He was a drill instructor, I a new recruit. But yet, I've won since then. I think of one night still, a revolutionary sweet nymphette saw fit to share the raptures of her bed, for on the bus to see Marie that night I'd gotten in an argument that led somehow into a modest brief street fight, which I came out of character on top. The net effect of all of the above, mere shame to hope can never put a stop, for courage comes and pride's restored through love. I might go on, was once karate chopped, once kicked, and from behind in front by dirty backroom cop whose friend had stopped my breath with nightstick chokehold pig stunt. Again on ghetto street by brother black, or rotter loathed with ire of one who fights, not well but clean, allergic to shellac, respectively. Yet also there have been nights. I once was sought by, hadn't even goosed, policeman's daughter, studied poli-sci, another time successfully seduced, it's black girl graduate, though I'm but I. If now my thought unwitting recollects how my humiliation has been stomped by memory unfaltering thinks of sex, selecting scenes where bliss with me is romped, I won't dismay the tender reader more with tedious exampling bygone flaws of character or morals, though galore they've blotted my escutcheon, nor shall pause to mention being half-fellated once by sexy little mini-dressed young girl, exploring whom my hand pronounced me dunce, for she was he, a mad transvestite churl. I'd blush to limb my strip search long ago by cretin pigs who sport the stinking badge, for something sweeter than revenge I know can cancel grief a night with joy or madge. For deeply intimate I've often been with paragons of female pulchritude, 
with marathoners, dancers built for men resolved to keep wild minxes staunchly lewd. If fortune has to feed my tender passion bestowed delights so little mixed with pain as just to make them tang in piquant fashion, she couldn't my ignoble heart refrain from lifting, nerves from stealing, nor my will that coward, terrified, and ghetto-tough from strengthening to face what scuds their still mad doper muggers who must get enough. Tales from Jack Melander, based on true stories, uh, perhaps. True. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. We'll keep that. Um, we'll keep that as a as a as a secret, the mystery. You have an, Do you have another one you wanted to read? Okay. Um, I funds director was for Childhood's Day. Suburban Grove, a block from home, would roar. I had to say what games we guys would play. What shouts of cowboys, cops, and robbers wore. But when at home, I'd raid the cookie jar and steal the sugar from the sugar cup and lie to Dad about who scratched the car, and sometimes I would beat my brothers up. Then other boys. Then once my own best friend, because he stole the ten-year-old Annette, though she became a hooker in the end. Of empathy, I had no clue as yet. When I was nine, my father'd had enough. He caught me in a lie all unawares about a theft I blamed on bro. Dad's cuff propelled me gently down the basement stairs. And yet, when dear Annette... That afternoon was being teased by Big Kid, Brandy, twelve. I chased him off with clothesline pole, though soon he trashed with friend. A dugout I did delve. My father lost his job, and so we moved. Downtown Detroit, my swift comeuppance caught. At hands of black gamin, me it behooved him quarters give whatever shame it wrought. My brothers marveled at the change in me. My science emphasis transformed to art. My painting pastime, full-time poetry. Henceforth, this ancient madness fueled my heart. Thus epic lust of suburb childhood gave way, through auspices of beatnik verse, to more pacific joys of garret hood. Its violence appeared my private curse, for neither dreams nor fate could I well slough, nor student clerk my workouts. Too content, I seven years let come and go, enough of research wrapped in cities violent. Jack. Basically, the same time you're beaten side, as you were saying. Is that right? Yep. So, what years are we talking about? Is that the early 60s? Or? Uh, 57. Late 50s. I discovered Kerouac and On the Road and the Ginsburg later. Well, that's. Uh, and I was here. I got to know these guys. I was here. You were in Detroit at the time? Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> Do you know the poet Phil Levine? He's a oh, Detroit yeah, Phil, poet. Phil Levine, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, sure, he's, sure he's great. Oh, he's amazing. Philippines, great. And I, had, I had mentioned, uh, just in passing, we mentioned the uh, C.L.R. James, who wrote Black Jacobins. And he was a Detroit guy, too. The left, the revolutionary left, was very strong in Detroit back then. Yep, for sure. They came to hard times when the people, everybody started buying Japanese cars and stuff. Huh. But uh, at one time, Detroit was one of the few places where just... Uh, Poor guy could get a job and a good job on an assembly line and put his kids through college. And they had a revolutionary movement at the same time there. Yeah. And then C.L.A. James, uh, some were quote unquote Trotskyists. They were to the left of the communists. They, they really believed in walking on the wild side in Detroit, uh, politically. And uh, then you have a poet like Phil Levine, who I think comes out of one of the suburbs, but he was so good. And he went and worked, worked on the line at, at, at Detroit, in at Buick or at uh, Ford or somewhere. But out of it came his poetry, was always close to him. 
I eventually ended up working for a railway express agency and a night shift. Who, Phil Levine? No, no, I, I did. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I was back in... Uh, and how did you get to, when did you get to San Francisco then? I came to San Francisco in 63. Okay, was, uh, I was on... I had left, but I came back in 65. So we saw the birth of the hippie movement, is that right? Yep, the, the, I think... Uh, Kerouac never quite made the transition no, from the beatniks, but Allen Ginsberg went from a beatnik to a hippie. He made he managed to make the transition really well, and he yeah, did. the hippies were that were, they saved my kind of my whole existence. They refurbished me, and I, I'd been in the military, the Merchant Marine, and I came out uh, off a ship in uh, San Francisco in the summer of love, and I I got transformed into an actual human being. Well, maybe we our paths may have crossed up there, human beings together. There we were. It was before the summer of love, but there's already stuff happening. People are already coming together. And they moved from, with Kerouac was North Beach, but it moved over across town to the Hate. Because mm -hmm. rent, rent was cheap. You get a whole flat for $100 a month. Plus you had right to the park. Plus you had, uh, it was a plus and a plus and a plus. And people really got into communes then, didn't they? Yeah, the communes were really, really great. And the beatniks were started with like Kenneth Rexroth. Rexroth. In in yeah, he was maybe mainly the founder of the feast back in North Beach, and then it did kind of switch to the Haight Ashbury district when the hippies came in. And as Rexroth, in fact, you uh, uh, when I talk about my own hipstery, where I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I read this article by Rexroth in the Nation magazine, telling about all these poets coming into San Francisco, the smoking pot. All night parties, jazz, Mingus and Monk, free love, and that sounded so good to me that within days I was I had, there I was on the, on the highway with my thumb out heading for San Francisco. Oh, that was really brave. That that's exactly what happened to me a little bit later when I read uh, On the Road by Kerouac, and um, my dad frowned at it and he didn't think anything of that kind of book. And he was the kind of guy that. He wouldn't allow any other music to be paid in his presence with this classical stuff. So if we wanted to rock and roll, we'd take our transistor out of the living room, you know. <laughs> Turn that down. It's an amazing time. Well, sure. well speaking... I just finished with this. And then we talk about hitchhiking. But I always like to tell people this is before the interstate. That came a little bit later. We had on-ramps and off-ramps, unending cars with carbon dioxide. But in those days, it was just a three-lane highway heading across the country. And you get on it, put your thumb out, and soon you're with a number of interesting adventures where we're just where you're supposed to be, San Francisco. Yep, Charlie Bingus and Thelonious Monk, those were jazz people. Yeah, but also rock and roll was beginning to emerge. Sure. Of course, with the young Dylan, Benton Dylan. All that was happening. This is 19, 1961 or so. Dylan was only 18 years old, Minneapolis, Minnesota. So it's all connected in an amazing way. And, then that, and the fact that here we are every week on the Common Thread Collective you know, just uh, goes to show that uh, somehow, somehow. Hey, Jack, good to know you, brother. Thank you. Hey, Val, good to have you here. Right on. Rock and, rock and roll. Speaking of rock and roll, we've got our friend 16th Street Birds on a Wire out there. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, welcome back. Darren, good to see you. Hey, is there any way we can get some volume up on the speakers out here? We can hardly hear you guys. Really? I'll come out and turn it up a little bit. Right. Um, is that amp on? Uh, hold on. Let me turn my amp on. There we go. This is how we roll. It's a roll your own on the Common Thread Collective. It is just a little after 420. Ooh, keep. That's. There, we, that's okay. I've been gone for a while. Uh, had to get myself 
all figured out. I uh, just bought a brand new guitar today. We got a brand new drummer. Our brother Robert's joining us now. Uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to our Stevens family right now. Uh, to God and to uh, mom and dad. Mom, dad, thank you so much for supporting us as well as Darren's mama and stepdad. Thank you so much for loving us and allowing us to Could really you record have this, bro? Honor Could you start recording? Of being able to make music and be supported. In our lives, by our guardians, and know that they really truly do love us. So um, we love you all, and we yeah. really appreciate it, and know that the money's going to good use. Yeah, the money's going to good use. I just it, bought it. She puts on the wire. Yeah. Well, for the people. It's about for the heart. First yeah. Time. First time. First time. Anyways, yeah, we're back together now. Uh, been out there struggling right now. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the city. There's been a lot of shootings, a lot of negativity. We're getting ready to do this show uh, March 9th for women's rights and bringing the uh, bring the community back together. It's for uh, the at-risk youth for drugs and gang violence. We're putting on a live show, rap, rap video. Uh, my friends are coming down from Sacramento. We're shutting down Fulton Street for two blocks. Uh, we're going to make it happen. And everything, all the proceeds that we make that day, 100% of what we make, except the weed, of course, we're going to smoke that, goes yes. to kids and at-risk kids. So we're going to go out there and donate our time and see what we can do. Yeah. But uh, I, here's a song that I wrote. Uh, it's called In Memories of Sugar Bears about my dad. Did you mention that we have a uh, Yeah, we got a new drummer, uh, Robert. But yeah, it's called Sugar Bears. It's in memory of my dad. But yeah, it doesn't have quite lyrics yet, but this is just what I wrote. my dad uh, there's just been a lot of stuff going on out in the community it's just been really negative and it's just I always remember how my dad was all about bringing community back together and bringing strength among women and children and that's what we need out there right now there's a lot of stuff going on and we just need to unite and get back together uh, here Steven's getting ready to go on right now but uh, we're getting ready to get his 
Yeah, I'm going. If you guys want to do another poetry or if Mudflower wants to do a song on the piano real quick while Steven sets up, that'd be kind of cool. Do, oh, Mudflower, come on. You don't want to be put on the spot? Oh, my bad. All right. Never mind. We'll That's just take right. a moment we, right now. Yeah, and we Steven's going to plug in the amp. We're going to get him set up. He's, he's not going to use... Oh, okay. He's got a different amp. Can he plug into that amp? This is how we roll at the Common Thread Collective. It's a roll-your-own situation. We'll help you out when we can. But you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, we've it's coming up on the we are at it's 4:30. Um, usually we go till 5:30 or 5:45. Today we're going to be ending at 5 o'clock, so we've got half an hour more of the show. So I'm happy that the 16th Street Birds and a Wire are here doing their thing, uh, having a chance to kind of stretch their uh, musical legs and. Uh, get things together um what else can i announce here while we're while we're uh, on topic um there's a few events coming up oh yes um on sunday afternoon if you would like to come out to the uh, bayview boat club which is over kind of near the baseball stadium it's on terry francois if you know where the ramp restaurant is or uh, it's, it's over there off of, um, third. If you take Mariposa straight out and you cross third, you're on Terry Francois. Um, so there's a Bay, Bayview boat club. And on Sunday, they're going to have an event all day from about, uh, two to seven. And it's a, it's a party for the people who have been organizing a signature gathering for the summer of love. So there's a summer of love ballot initiative. We're trying to get it on the November ballot. Uh, we need like 20,000 signatures. So there's going to be a party with a lot of the organizers, including boots Houston. Um, so if you want to come out and, uh, you know, connect with that community and, uh, figure out how you, maybe you can help collect some of those signatures to, uh, have the city and County of San Francisco support a free festival in Golden Gate park and celebrate of our cultural heritage of the summer of love uh, that would be you are welcome to do so um, other in other events uh, earlier that day on Sat Sunday at Mission High School there's going to be yet another mayoral forum where the candidates most of the candidates will be present uh, if you want to come out and uh, get to know some of the folks who want to be your mayor also tonight at uh, at uh, 518 Valencia is an event uh, called Berta uh, Didn't Die, She Multiplied. And of course, that is the, uh, not of course, uh, <laughs> I don't want to sound like that. Um, Berta uh, Caceres was assassinated. She was an environmental activist in Honduras. And so tonight there's a, fil a short film being shown at the Eric Casada Center. Uh, that's at 518 Valencia at 730 tonight short film about Honduras fighting for land and water uh, by Sam Vinal uh, with analysis and discussion of the current situation in Honduras and the U.S. involvement by Silvio Carrillo, Roxanne Altsholtz, and members of the Alianza Hondureña Norcal. All right. Steven, you ready to go? Uh, yes, I am. All right. Turn off the amp. They pull me right back in. <laughs> you know them guys. Those guys. All right. Here we go, everybody. I don't even know what this is called. It's just uh, me play me. I have an acronym for our band. It's IPMEOS. Stands for I play me and the story. Uh, so that's just kind of what I'm going to be doing right now.
to get on the air and we all came up with something i came up with this sick ass little riff we're now robert's gonna do a little song with this i'm gonna plug my amp back in real quick put your uh chair up and ready to jam Let's test it. Yeah, I hear testing, it. Testing, you hear it? Yeah, I do. All right, cool. Yeah, that one's... Yeah, I got that. Yeah. The name of this group is uh, Blood on a... Uh, 16th, 16th Street, Birds 16th on a Wire. coming out and listen to us and being really supportive of us online and stuff like that. We love you. Yeah, thank you. Love you guys. We love you guys too. Thanks for doing what you do and your spirit is, uh, you know, it's uh, it's much needed and, you know, uh, we're happy that you come down here and, and, and bring bring your good energy and your good intentions and keep rocking and rolling, guys. So I appreciate you coming down. You got a new drummer and everything. And uh, hi, and you're, and you're sending out love to your folks. So hi, mom and dad and all those, all the good peoples. Um, and 
Yeah, your sons are cool. We love them here. So it's good to be here in San Francisco and building community through music, through art, through poetry, and all that good uh, stuff. That's exactly what we're about, and uh, uh, people's politics. Hey, and I think, uh, hey, Val. Yes, Felipe on the phone? Felipe. Hey, Felipe. David yes, Williams. I'm here. Oh, yes, you're, thank you, Felipe. You've been so patient. Thank and, you for joining us on, so, the, on the show today. So, Felipe. Yeah, David. Oh, beautiful to hear your voice. And David Williams, are they, you here too? Yes, I'm here. Okay, so okay? this is an amazing Yes, we project. can. This is a great project. We, we got David Williams in, uh, in Santa Barbara, California. And we got Felipe somewhere in the south of here in Florida. Is that right? That's right. High Springs, Florida. High Springs, Florida. Well, we're high and we spring. So High Springs, Florida. High Springs is right. So you guys say, David... You have a project which uh, I guess you're inspired to do. How do you call it? A project. It's pretty yes. detailed, which, is, uh, which you've inspired to do there in Santa Barbara, California. And Felipe, there in High Spring, you're there to show, you're here to show your support. Am I right? Well, I'm going to definitely, I don't think I can make it. I'm having eye surgery in this car with my eyes. Well, that's why I said uh, show your support. I, I want to try to keep in mind that all the relatives out there, I'm, I'm really honored to, to think about you folks in the Bay Area. They're doing so much for immigration and our relatives that are needing to be in this country. And we, sometimes we forget where we all, all, how this island was manifested from the relatives who were here way before Columbus and all these things. But all this is a part of uh, our rights as, as human beings to walk this planet. And I'm really proud that, that a lot of the young folks are stepping up for the movement of freedom and justice and peace on Earth and all these things that are so important for for humanity as well as all creation. So I, it's an honor to, to, to speak to you folks in the Bay Area. I've heard some, some really good things about, thank you all the young people for their stepping up. And, stepping up. You know, it's time that these young kids now can uh, carry that torch for freedom, that carry that torch for human rights. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like we have a lot on our plates. A lot of us are old-timers now that have been on this, for many years, huh, David and, and David, both Davids, and we've been on walks together, global peace walks, and how important it is, how important it is, part of healing global wounds is trying to heal a lot of relatives in different parts of the world that are having difficulties, refugees, and all our relatives that are suffering. It's good that we think about them, and with a lot of them who have died for democracy and freedom now, there's from the different wars, and here we are. And I think a lot of our relatives that have sacrificed their lives would be kind of questioning why they've done that, because we're losing our we're losing our human rights in this world. We're, we're becoming more and more a police state. So the like fear, that. the fear of uh, the gun, the weapons, the the violence in this world. So part of healing global wounds is all of us. How we can learn how to get along and love each other more, and who can accomplish so much in this world. And I, it's an honor to know you, you, your relatives, David, and both you, Davids, have known me for many years, and we've done actions at the test side and uh, the longest walks, the longest walk one and two and three and all these things that we've done. Ward Valley, Yucca Mountain, all, all the nuclear waste, yeah. all these uh, that are contaminating the earth, so we have to really focus on that. And one thing, we have to clear our minds clear our minds, body, and spirit so we can focus more on what's what's best for, for mankind, how we can make this world a better place. 
So anyway, all our relations. But we have, we're getting running a little short oh, of time. We're gonna, uh, we have to get over at five. So Floyd, they, uh, so David Williams, you have a, you have a, a, a dream of something you'd like to do in Santa Barbara. Why don't you tell us about it? Okay, well, basically, there's a tree of peace planted at UCSB in Santa Barbara in 1985. This is the following the Iroquois teaching about the great law of peace. And one time, Corbin Harney came there. And we had the first version of the Peace Poll, Santa Barbara Peace Poll for Jerusalem. And he made an early morning sunrise prayer, real emotional, with the Peace Poll for Jerusalem to help it on its way to Jerusalem to be put up someday to unite the three faces of Jerusalem. So we're taking this whole, his uh, whole Healing Global Wounds campaign to a global level. It's an event in the campaign, basically. It's called Global Peace 2021. This is from the Mayan teaching that we're going to have peace starting in the year 2021 on Earth, according to some message they have on a scroll from the 1400s. So this is a Santa Barbara community event, but we're inviting people to come and support. If you're coming from out of town and you can, we want to set up a community peace camp on the outskirts of town at the El Capitan State Beach. It's a paid beach, so we have to get funding. But that'll be the Center for Community Action Teams and Ongoing Activity for the first of proposed three ceremonies, major ceremonies at the Tree of Peace coming up. The first one, Jose Munoz, the Mayan elder I mentioned, and also the local Chumash elder, Art Cisneros, and our Santa Barbara mayor are going to be participating Sunday, May, uh, March 11th, coming up at uh, the Tree of Peace on campus from one to two o'clock and uh, be a big ceremony to empower this next version of the peace poll for Jerusalem to get on its way over there where it's already being welcomed by the peace house in East Jerusalem run by Ibrahim of the Jerusalem peacemakers and the Abrahamic reunion organization. So we want to have people like rainbow type folks that can come and help to set up a demonstration camp there outside at El Capitan, and then come in for the activities in town, which are going to be mostly centered around La Casa de la Raza, which is the Cesar Chavez Center in Santa Barbara. There has lots of, been a lot of history in town. They're always having trouble keeping it going. We want to give them some energy. So we're going to do uh, a community circle, a community, it's called the Community Peace Council. Try to set an example. We're going to have an opening ceremony on March 6th at the beach near the Rainbow Bridge, the Rainbow Gate uh, sculpture there on the East Beach in Santa Barbara. And uh, we're going to have that at noon on the 6th, the two-hour opening ceremony for a community peace council. The next day, we're going to walk from there at noon to the Cedar Chavez Center and uh, have a uh, uh, connection there. And then the next day, uh, we walk from the Cesar Chavez Center to the city hall to put the new another symbol on the peace pole for Jerusalem. Maybe the mayor will be involved there. Then the next day, walking all the way out to UCSB for a ceremony at the Peace Flame, and to ask them that uh, we're going to try to install right there a plaque to Cesar Chavez, a quote from him to go along with the one for Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy and John Kennedy. It's on this eternal Peace Flame. I know. And then I... From there, at one o'clock, uh, we'll walk over to the. After that, we'll walk over to the Tree of Peace on campus on the 9th. That's the Friday before the big ceremony on the 11th. And we'll have a discussion and everything there at the Tree of Peace on the, on the, the 9th. 
So I'm a, unfortunately, Felipe can't come because he has some issues to deal with there. But he'll be here in spirit. And the whole uh, Healing Global Wounds, his lecture about it is online on the website for this project, which I'll give you if you like. Um, yeah, we'd love to have the the website so people can get all the. I mean, I was typing up some uh, some of those details you you mentioned. I, I went to UC Santa Barbara. I'm I'm Val. I'm Dave's co-host here. Uh, I went to UCSB. I know that flame. Uh, it's in this wow. really cool marble pyramid on campus, wow. and it was always a great spot to go and uh, you know kind of sit and 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 be in a be in a peaceful place. And I always really appreciated having that as part of the campus and and all of the trees on that campus are so inspiring. That's actually what made me want to go there were all the trees. Wow. Um, right. Where, the, the, the pyramid you're talking about is a little, very close to the eternal flame, which is just in the lawn outside of Buchanan Hall. Yeah. And the, and the tree wow. of peace is located in the green belt, just to the Northwest corner of Stork Tower. Okay. Yes. I, I yes. Well, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> so this, like, uh, this is a good example of that. Yeah, the web the the website. Yeah, it's it's a hyphenated, you know, HTTP okay. or whatever WWs, and then mm-hmm. it's a hyphenated address: global hyphen okay. emergency hyphen alert hyphen response okay. dot net dot net, and that's slash capital. G L O B A L global. Yep. And then all all run together, capital P E A C E and then two oh two one dot HTML. Okay. I got it. I got it. So that's a global dash emergency dash alert dash response dot net slash capital global peace twenty twenty one dot HTML. Yes, but the just the cap, the G and the P are capitalized in global peace. Those are lowercase. Okay, great. All right. So that page is about the ceremony and that has links to all these other projects. And uh, we're trying to do something here by way of a community peace council, as an example for other communities like perhaps San Francisco, where we have just the people get together, discuss community issues, and then make suggestions, come up with some ideas, give a message and uh, work together just as people, and then we're going to carry the message from this, these initial community council, uh, peace council gathering, to the peace tree in the walks. That's so great. I really appreciate that that's going on. Uh, There's a lot of Facebook activity. We have links for Facebook groups and events for most of these things people can plug into. There's one for the Santa Barbara Community Peace Council where anyone anywhere can go ahead and add their ideas, how, how local problems, you know, whatever. You know, well, here we Dave are. has lots of experience. He can put something up there that make a difference for us. Well, David, that yes. sounds amazing. And it looks, it looks like through the great spirit, Kismet is this, that we're going to be a voice of this. So I want you on the Friday, I don't know that exactly, but on the Friday during your... Um, your your hoorah, your ceremonies, and uh, you're thinking globally, reacting locally, by um, by walking about uh, Santa Barbara. People get a chance to see the real uh, see Santa Barbara, and walk about so and put out that message of peace and love. So I want you to call us uh, on the Friday when you're doing that, That's and uh, we can make that part of your part of your adventure. Could you do that? Uh, well, yes, I think that. Uh 
that's going to be a week from today will be the ninth. That'll be after this time of day will be after everything's over there at the peace tree on campus. So I could go to a, if I can't drive in time, sit in the car or some quiet place. And well, get yeah, the, the sounds, the natural sounds are all right. If you have a phone in your pocket, you can use that too. And if, there's any, if any of your colleagues, your com, uh, compatriots are with you, you can pass the word, word around, the word, uh, pass the phone around, and people can get, can get your message. The message okay. that, you got, that, that people come good. up with in their councils. How's yeah. that? Okay. Right, that sounds great. I, I want to invite the one of our main coordinators here, Juan Ayala, on the next time, he spoke to the city council a couple of days ago and announced this. And then here's a video about it, and his message is online. It's the link on these web, the website I gave you. Um, and he's the real active with La Casa de la Raza, and long time, decades and decades, community activist from the Hopi and the Iroquois to the Big Mountain, everything. Well, yeah, he's going. Well, that's beautiful. To be continued, David. To be continued, Felipe. Now we have, yeah, we're thanks. just wrapping it up you right now. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to inspire a lot of relatives out there. You want to plug in somewhere in your community, whatever. Or if anything, at that particular time, we could say a prayer vigil, wherever you are, stop and say a prayer for world peace or healing global wounds, wherever you are. Or look up and say, this is to heal global wounds. We all need a lot of love. We all need to, to have more compassion and how to work together like we're supposed to be, all relatives that we are. Share the vision. Could I ask you all, uh, will this radio show be recorded online at a link that I can yeah, grab and put in my papers the, on these sites for us? Yes, it will. Um, so it is uh, in a couple available in a couple different ways. Um, it's on mutinyradio.fm, M-U-T-I-N-Y radio.fm. And it's it's going live right now, but after the six o'clock hour, this p- podcast for March 2nd will automatically be added to the website. You go to the website, you click on podcasts, and you'll see a list of all of the shows alphabetically, Common Thread Collective, and it'll be toward the bottom, uh, and you'll see the date, which is March 2nd. Also, we were recently added to iTunes, so if people want to look on iTunes, search for Common Thread Collective. Um, it's kind of uh, mismarked right now. It's under the comedy section, even though we're not a comedy show, but we're getting that. We're, we're, we're working it out. Um, but we are available on iTunes as well. So either mutinyradio.fm, podcast, Common Thread Collective, or iTunes, Common Thread Collective. So there we be. Uh, all right. Hey, yeah. David, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Healing global wounds, doing what we do. This is what we're about, isn't it, Val? Absolutely. Thank and, you. And we are uh, cruising out early today, but we've got one more performance. We've got our friend Bloodflower up there with some poetry, probably a sonnet. I'm going to guess, but he's full of surprises. And then also our new friend Marco, who's going to accompany him on the guitar. So uh, thank you both for being here. we got to plug in. All righty. How have you been? <laughs> Are you enjoying the weather? It's about time we got some rain, huh? It is true that we need the rain. Um, you no, know, thank you. I'm a professional. <laughs> professional time killer. Hey, you know what? Actually, uh, speaking of rain and the environment, uh, there was a really big 
victory this week, um, environmental victory. And I want to pull it up real quick uh, while, I'm, while I'm thinking about it. It is uh, the fact that the, um, the federal, uh, no, the Department of Food and Agriculture, who has been kind of indiscriminately pouring pesticides on California for years and years and years. And even as recently as 2014, like, you know, reauthorized themselves to do so were sued and lost in the state of California. There's been an injunction placed on them, uh, on the, on the department of food and agriculture. They can no longer spray the, the all of these known, uh, toxins, um, indiscriminately on, you know, like backyards and farmlands and pets and animals and children and, uh, waterways. Um, so a really big environmental victory this week, we should all be celebrating and, and staying on the pulse of that. So some good news for the weekend. That's right. So go enjoy the rain and um, let's imagine clean rain for the rest of our lives. All right. Um, I'm um, Bloodflower. Um, I'm going to shamelessly plug an event that I'm going to do at uh, uh, Cafe Revolution with uh, Blood. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be performing with myself. No, I'm going to be performing with uh, Brother Spellbinder at Cafe Revolution first Wednesday of this month around 8.30ish. So all you hipsters come out there and get drunk as hoot owls and have fun. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, Marco from, uh, where are you from, Marco? Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Very nice place to come from. Not so good to go back to. No, it's a good place. I've been to, I've never been to Arizona. I've flown over it. Um, so, um, <laughs> it was beautiful from up in the sky. It really was. Okay. So you want to, uh, lead and I'll, uh, just like D to E kind of thing. You're listening to Mutiny Radio in the heart of the Mission District. Common thread. One love. One love. There we go. There we go. That sounds so pretty. It's very nice. Work yourself into a state. Work yourself into a state. Work yourself into a state in the shape of a white five-pointed star. Work yourself into the shape of the true satanic star of David. Work yourself into a state of, of spiritual pride. Sacrifice to the gods and the goddesses uh, who oppress you. Open debtor prisons for the infidel. Wander the desert, establish tribes as ruthless as the flame laying down the law. Walk the dog star along Dolores under the watchful eye of Providence atop the pyramid of because blood on a Sunday morning miracle mile sidewalk must be washed away, still striving for a dream-free existence, a friend who will not eventually, suddenly, turn on you. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Global Val. Thank you, Diamond Dave. 
Thank you, Marco. Thank you, Common Thread, Mutiny Radio. I'd like to thank um, all our listeners, all our supporters. Have a lovely weekend. Happy birthday, Lou Reed. He would have been, what, 150 years old today? Something like that, right? So happy birthday. 25. Go home and appropriate, <laughs> or go out in the street and appropriate Lou Reed's birthday. You know, uh, celebrate it appropriately and accordingly. Nice. Take a walk on the wild side, I guess. Take a walk on the wild side. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Blood Flower. We're all in this together. Thanks, Marco. Together, 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 using these uh, social mediums and being able to use the... um, uh, use what we you have so you can hear us wherever you happen to be. We'd be the Common Thread Collective and another week. And you can get us, uh, you can catch us in a couple of different ways. And hey, Val, we mentioned the, uh, the mentioned so good to be here, so good to go on. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody. I'll give you a thank you too. Thanks also. Hell yeah. Well, right on, everybody. That's a wrap for us today. Usually we go a little longer till about 5.30. Yeah, right on. Everyone have a good time out there today? Yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, brothers and sisters, we really appreciate you being alive and on this planet and all around us. And so, uh, we, yeah, we, we're, we're uh, wrapping up early today because the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is in full swing. It's Friday night. There's shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, and five shows every single day. Great opportunities for you to have a good time and also come out, be part of the live audience, buy a ticket, and support Mutiny Radio. Uh, we we want to continue to support you. We want to be this outpost, this platform where people can come in and say their piece and play their music and do what they got to do in a free speech community format. Uh, we do this uh, just kind of on our own. Uh, we, um, yeah, we pay dues and we pay, and that pays the rent and keeps the mics, uh, mics on and the internet going. And we don't ask for much, but uh, we do uh, have this, Uh, A few fundraisers throughout the year, but this is our biggest one. So we'd love to have you come out here and support. Pam Benjamin has done an amazing job curating it, um, putting these showcases together. There's lots of different fun themes uh, for each different hour. So um, come out and have a good time. And what's up, Dave? When you said say your piece, you can spell that P-I-E-C-E. Or you can say, say your piece, P-E-A-C-E. That's right. It's about saying your piece and saying your piece, and here we are, not in pieces together, doing more together than any of us can do on our own. There you go. We're all in this together, 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 together. Word. All right, y'all. We will be back next week, March 9th. And, uh, yeah, uh, tune in to... Uh, Women's Magazine, March 9th. I'm interviewing Angela Aliotto. She's running for mayor. And uh, we're going to speak with her. She's a civil rights attorney. She was the previous president of the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco. Um, And uh, she also wrote the first sanctuary city law in the country. She wrote the first anti-smoking laws in the country, which she admits lost her a few friends. Um, <laughs> but uh, she wrote the the first medical marijuana laws in, in the country. So uh, she has a lot to... Um, to her name and she's back running for mayor to try to beautify San Francisco. Um, anyhow, I'll read you a poem while uh, we wrap up here. This is for all of you. Yes, you. I see you out there. I know you're there. You got a guitar in your hand or maybe you have a pen or a pencil or uh, 
a paintbrush, or maybe you're just sitting there in thought. But I'm a poet, so my tool is the pen. The pen in my hand is thick today. It looks ready to get to work. It's not sleek, but functional. It clicks and prints, and that's all I need to write you this poem, this love letter to your craft, your art, your passion, your intuitive genius. This pen and I want to send words of encouragement to you and your creative tools for symbiotic flow, for eking harmony out of chaos, for the spark between you, the touch of anticipation for what will become a testament to your love. My pen and I celebrate you. Throw the ball, paint a wall, sing a song, walk or crawl, push or steer, pour beer, hang a light, blow glass into sight. I'm Global Val. Peace to you all. Thanks. We love you. And here's a little more music from our friend Karaj Lost Coast. That's K-A-R-A-J-L-O-S-T-C-O-A-S-T. Karaj Lost Coast off his album Oil and Water. And uh, yeah, environmental victories, grassroots. Thanks, EcoWatch. Check out, uh, check into um, EcoWatch, and they'll tell you um, all the information about this injunction against pesticides being used in the state of California. Bam. Two-star hotel. Been here before. It's hard to tell from the sign in the window. The room down the hall make you feel like you're somewhere. When you're going nowhere at all The lights of the city Finally give way to the dawn House lights fading And you're just coming on
Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. 
Why, no sooner than you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer burgers, tater tots, tachos corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2 Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. 
For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with 4-minute sets and 4-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. After work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block for Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. 
Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. 
For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Hey, are you out there listening to Mutiny Radio right now? Because we're waiting for you to come on down. It's the corner 21st in Florida, 2781 21st Street, right here in the heart of the Mission District, Residentia, San Francisco, worldwide. So happy to be here. I want to give a big shout out, a big um, love uh, of gratitude, a big giant love balloon of gratitude to Pam Benjamin. Uh, She has really stepped up and into a role as a director of the station, basically saved a sinking ship by um, assuming captainhood and her plans and her actions have really uh, come together and she's been doing an amazing job. Uh, Mutiny Radio is a beautiful space now and we are privileged to have this spot and happy to be able to bring original broadcasting, free speech, you know, independent voices and opportunities for you to participate in, uh, in, in, in this practice of uh, community media and the sharing of our ideas and, and connecting as humans do and should. So uh, Pam has done a great job here at Mutiny Radio and you should come down. She's put together an amazing showcase of comedians who have been on the circuit for a few years now, or even less. Actually, they're starting with the newbies. The newbies are starting. That's two years and under of uh, stage time experience. <laughs> so come on down to Mutiny Radio and enjoy some stage time experience. I'm Global Val, and I have so much love for you all. Happy, happy days. Happy Friday. And now back to our station breaker. Listen in to the weekly 
review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Run! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, 
we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer burgers tater tots tachos corn dogs all sorts of good stuff like that they're open from opening until 11 p.m most days of the week except saturday Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. 
Tim'sTesseract.com. Tim'sTesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. They drink, drink around the corner, somewhere else, not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from six to eight with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Hey, people! This is the Flat Black Plastic Show, coming to you directly live from the corner of Twenty First in Florida. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Red Fox. Well, most of you know that I'm a war veteran. You can see I was shot in the face. (laughs) See, a sniper threw a hand grenade and exploded and tore my other face away. And a team of doctors grafted skin, grafted more skin, made me a new face. I don't know where they got the meat from, but every time I get tired, my jaws want to sit down. I can talk about World War II because I don't know too much about Vietnam, but I know World War II. I'm a veteran. I backed up so far in one battle, I bumped into a general. He said, why are you running? I said, I'm running because I cannot fly. People ask you a whole lot of dumb stuff under pressure. I was overseas for one battle I'll never forget. Three days we fought that night. Hand-to-hand combat, karate, judo, rifle butts, tanks, flamethrowers, bazooka guns, 200 to 1. Toughest Japanese soldier we ever ran into. (laughs) But nothing yell about him. He was just mean. I was a paratrooper for a long while. A lot of people know of my exploits in the paratroops. 
One time, the sergeant is getting instructions to all the soldiers how to get, use the parachutes. He look, you guys, you jump out of the plane, you count to 10, pull the ripcord, the chute will open and float you down with the equipment. But one little paratrooper didn't hear the sergeant too well, and besides, he stuttered a little bit when he talked, and he walked over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, 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 how high? Ted, Ted, you say we were supposed to suppose. How high did you say we were supposed to count to? Sergeant looked at him and said, You better count to one. (laughs) 